So this morning we're going to continue adding to our practice instruction by including awareness of thoughts. Yesterday we began to include working with emotions and exploring the emotional realm. And usually we save thoughts till later because thoughts move so quickly and when we begin our practice it's hard to be aware of them. We usually were lost in them. And thoughts have amazing power. They're so ephemeral and yet they impact our lives so much. So it's really valuable to be able to bring awareness to them um, so that we have more choice as to which ones to follow. And we can pay attention to thoughts in, um, in different ways. We can simply note that we're thinking, just be aware, and you've been doing that already. Just softly note that we're thinking. And then we can look a little more closely at the content of the thought. What kinds of thoughts are these? There can be thoughts of planning or remembering past or the future or stories, fantasies. A lot of our thoughts are the story of me. Um, many of us have an internal narrator that's commenting on what we're doing all day. A lot of our thoughts are self-referenced. So we can begin to notice that. And then we can notice the nature of thought itself. What is a thought? Where do thoughts come from? Where do they go? Who is thinking these thoughts? So more the mystery of the thought process. And so as we become more aware of these, these thoughts, then there's more possibility to act wisely and to be more at peace, to be less compelled by our minds. Sometimes we come to practice in order to stop thinking. Um, but one of the Zen teachers once said, if you have a thought, think nothing of it. <laughs> it's, they're not a big deal. <laughs> they come and they go. They're ephemeral. It's, it's the power that we give them and we fuel them by believing in them and by resisting them. So as we practice now, we'll be exploring noticing thinking and then being aware at times of the content of the thought, being aware of the reaction to thought, some thoughts we don't like and we want to push away, some thoughts we like and we want to follow them, hold on to them, indulge them, and then to notice the impact of the thoughts. Sometimes certain emotions come as a result of a thought, or as you found yesterday, certain um, emotions fuel a thought. It can go both ways. And then we can be aware of what's happening in the body as a result. Sometimes when we're lost in a big train of thought, it can help to, um, to t ask ourselves, if I could reduce this story to one word, what would it be? And it might be anger or hurt or fear or desire or whatever, but just to see what's underneath and fueling the thoughts. 
So as we begin our practice, settle into the body. Establishing this mindfulness that's centered in the body. Inviting the body to relax, to be at ease, soften. So the body is still at ease, relaxed, and the mind and heart open spacious, curious. You might become aware of the rhythm of the breath. Connecting with the breath and sustaining the attention with the breath. felt sense of the in-breath and the out-breath. Receiving the sensations of breathing. See if it's possible to just adjust the breath gently so it's pleasant. So that you can enjoy the in-breath and the out-breath. As though you could fill the whole body with this awareness of breathing. Sensing the whole body as you breathe in and breathe out. The body calm, at ease, pleasant. including awareness of sound, continuing to be grounded in the body and including sound as it comes and goes. Some sounds pleasant, some unpleasant, some neutral. Aware of the sensations in the body. From this calm, centered place, 
allowing sensations to come and go. Some may be pleasant, some unpleasant, or neutral. Kind attention to however the body is. And then to notice what mood is present. What's the emotional tone right now? Might be peaceful or irritated. Content or sad, just to notice. and aware of what happens as you pay attention to it. And then beginning to include thoughts, the thinking process. Thoughts can come as words or images. To simply be aware when thinking is happening. Not to push away the thoughts or to get involved simply to know. To notice the difference between being lost in thought and knowing that thinking is happening. What are you thinking about? Planning, remembering, complaining. Being aware of the beginning of thoughts, when thoughts end. Is there a pause before the next thought? Sometimes it's helpful to have the breath and the body be anchors. And from this place, to be aware of thoughts when they arise. To notice the reaction to thoughts 
whether you want to follow them or resist them. Returning to the breath as the main anchor or the body or sound. If you like, you can also explore having the thoughts themselves be the anchor. So you keep the mindfulness continuous, knowing thoughts as they come and go. At ease, spacious, the thoughts are the object of the meditation. What are you aware of right now? Is the mind thinking? What's it thinking about? Simply to know without judgment and be aware of what happens. Some thoughts dissolve as soon as we become aware of them. Others are more charged and persist. When they persist, it can be helpful to be aware of what emotion is present. Might be there's a mood that's fueling the thought. To connect with the body. To release the content of the thought and ground in the body.
is the mind thinking? What's it thinking about? What happens as you pay attention? Is the mind wanting to follow thoughts or resisting them? Or simply knowing them as they arise and then disappear? Sometimes as the mind is more still, it can catch the thoughts at their heads as they begin. Sometimes we notice in the middle of a thought train. Sometimes we don't notice until they're disappearing. Notice the attitude in the mind towards the thoughts. Is it friendly? judging. As though we could greet the thoughts with friendliness and yet not invite them in for tea. We can fuel thoughts by believing them. Is this thought true? By identifying with them. there are gaps between thoughts. What is there to be aware of in the gap between thoughts?
what are you aware of in this moment? Is the mind thinking? What kind of thoughts? Are the thoughts going in a useful direction? Is the mind, body, and heart reacting to the thoughts? Is the body tense or contracted, open or spacious? Is there discouragement or openness? Noticing the impact of thoughts on the body and heart. What happens as you become aware of the interplay between body, mind and heart?
for the remaining time, re-establishing full presence, full awareness in the body. And then open to whatever arises in your experience, whether it's a sound or a sensation, a thought or a mood. In this relaxed, open place, knowing experience as it unfolds. Calm, awake, present. Knowing.
At times it can be difficult working with thoughts and we can think if it wasn't for my thoughts my meditation would be great. Um, And at times if it feels like it's too busy paying attention to thoughts that somehow you're thinking about thinking about thinking (laughs) um, it can really help to simplify it and just come to the breath and um, be a little more one-pointed with the breath, the body until the mind has some stability and as there's more stability we can then turn again to explore the thinking process and it's so helpful to begin to understand our own thinking process, how it is we put together suffering, our habit patterns and the more closely we look the more we, we can see that and then it actually starts to um, untangle and soften and then we begin to be more free and have more choice about not repeating those same patterns again. And we can have, I was mentioning during the meditation, using thoughts as the anchor. And sometimes that's called mindfulness of mind, where, um, where you're just paying attention to one, to, to thoughts, just knowing thoughts as they come and go. And not necessarily using the breath or the body for an anchor. So every thought is a potential meditation object and can take your practice deeper. And if you hold it in that way, then um, thinking is not a problem. It's just more possibility for being mindful. Um, And there are some um, tools that we can use if we really get caught in thoughts, if they're really um, compelling and we get stuck. In fact, there's a beautiful sutta on working with distracting thoughts. And I won't detail the whole sutta, but clearly the Buddha recognized um, that distracting thoughts are a huge obstacle sometimes in our practice. But some basic things are that um, obviously if mind, if if you can be mindful and just pay attention and they dissolve, and you've all noticed that already, there'll be times when a thought is soft enough, you just note thinking, and poof, it's gone. And other times, say if it's a really negative thought pattern that you're caught in, then you can bring in some some loving-kindness practice. May I have friendly feelings. So you turning your attention to to kindness. Or if you're having a lot of grasping thoughts, you could bring in some generosity towards yourself. So it's like a, an antidote to the thought. At other times, um, it's as though you're driving down the freeway and you see the exit that says past relationships, for example. <laughs> and so <laughs> if you catch it in time, okay, keep driving. <laughs> Speed up a little bit, go past it. <laughs> But sometimes you've already taken it, and it's too late. (laughs) And it's possible then to find somewhere to turn around (laughs) and come back, if you're lucky. (laughs) But we can get lost in those for a long time. So you get to know what your particular exits are, and so you you recognize them. And when you recognize it looming, there's more potential for not taking it. And so it's almost like you have a stop sign. This is not a useful direction. I have been here before. Or maybe it's some old story that you're retelling 
for the seventeenth time. <laughs> you know, enough. Um, stop. So you have like a mental stop sign, and I find that actually helpful. Or some people, not now, here. Another one is if I could reduce this story to one word, what would it be? And sometimes what that will do is put you in touch with the emotion that's underneath it. And it can be really helpful to come out of the content and into the felt sense, the emotion that's fueling it, and the, what's happening in the body. And if you can stay, suppose the one word is anger or fury, then, oh, fury is like this, anger is like this, it's this big and there's so much anger here, and you keep paying attention to the emotion, and then that gradually starts to unfold and pass through and untangle. And you also begin to see how you fuel certain stories. This gets added and that gets added and it gets bigger and bigger, and that's called papancha. It proliferates. And so, again, seeing if you can catch what's the bare experience underneath that can be very helpful as we explore thoughts. Um, and then the, I think the last, the last reason, oh, and another one is um, um, ignoring thoughts. So that would be like if the stray cat keeps coming around, you, don't, you stop putting food out for it. So you, you sort of, you ignore it, you sort of bypass it. Or you put your attention on something else. It might be you go to sound, or you go to open your eyes, or something like that. And sometimes that can break a compelling thought pattern. And the last resort um, is to, you know, sort of be really fierce and warrior-like with the thought. And I like to, to sort of think of the sort of compassion in that way, is suppose you're in a, a pattern of really harsh judging thoughts, it's like, not now, enough. But not in an aversive way, just a really clear way. Okay, enough. This is not useful. So you're just sort of stopping um, the thought. So those are some different ways that can help when you're caught in thoughts. Um, but mostly it's to really explore and understand your particular thinking patterns and not to see thoughts as wrong or the enemy, but to be curious about how they work. And um, today, um, just a reminder that it's an opportunity to practice with the awakening factor of joy. So just to, from time to time today, to notice, is joy present or not? And not to judge if it's not, but just to notice. And when you notice it's not, See if there might be something that's blocking it. Maybe you're holding on to something, an idea about yourself or something that you're holding on to that if you could release, there would be room for joy. But to be curious. To, and if there is joy, oh, what's that like? Joy feels like this. Allow it to be here. And you might notice if you're holding on to it or wanting more, but to allow it to be there. And if you feel like it, at times during the day, what am I grateful for? And just allow that to bring some joy in. So, to include the awakening factor of joy, to consciously incline the mind 
that way. Especially if you're feeling miserable. It can be helpful. Go in the bathroom and smile at yourself. (laughs) And that's guaranteed to make you laugh. (laughs) Have a nice day, me. (laughs) Whatever you want to do. You know, just have fun with it. Um, So we have a few announcements. Um, This this evening again, we will 